this is our number one draw. Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're headed to the Muscle Car Ranch in Chickasha, Oklahoma. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So I have a road trip planned this weekend. A very special road trip. Yes. Father-son road trip. Oh. My son just got his learner's permit. So is he going to drive He's going to drive God. across the state. We're going to Thackerville. Are you taking... But here's the thing. Are you going to do it the fun way and kind of... Because we know the back roads from here to there. Yeah. Are you going to do the... The rustic... Yeah, we're not... No not, turnpikes. No, no turnpike, no highway. Yep. Mainly because you're nervous, but more to the point. I think kids need to know how to... Everybody needs to know the alternate routes to places. I agree 100%. So, uh, I'm yeah, I'm getting started on the road trip. I'm getting his road trip resume ready. So, Road King is taking the... Road Prince. Heir apparent to the, the road... Trip throne the heir the heir apparent you're literally the heir apparent to a tourism convention. We are going to go check out a tourism. Con- we're going to do a couple of things, but we're going to swing into the Thackerville Travel OK days. I'm going to a terror convention. You're going to a tourist convention. Yes, the chances of my survival are diminished slightly. But what might we what might we expect? At a tourist convention, I have no idea. So that's why I'm going. See, I've just, I'm not, I belong to so many horror groups. Nobody's talking about a tourism convention, but sounds like a ton of fun. And the only way to get to the tourist convention is in a muscle car, unless you're driving the F 150. But Muscle Car Ranch, right down the street. Yes, it is. Yeah, this is a, a local treasure that oh, yeah. not a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. You can explore. A ton of vintage signs, classic automobiles, yeah, and it's right here in Chickasha, Oklahoma, dude. It's something else. It's completely different. It's a, it really is kind of like a time capsule on the prairie. When I think of places like Muscle Car Muscle Car Ranch, I think of not because in the it, the name sounds similar, but you you, know, you think of like the Cadillac Ranch. Out, at, you know, the western parts of the United States. You you think about the you think about it. Even though it's not Route 66, it, it gives that, it's a very Americana, it's part of the fabric of America. It really is, but this place is kind of layered. Okay. The the attraction itself is 62 acres on a 100-year-old dairy farm, and the first 30 acres of Muscle Car Ranch are just neon and porcelain signs. It's that's a cool. museum. That's so much fun. To, to and that's something that very few places in the in in the country have as a place where you can kind of go and see things that are still kind of captured in time and in their in their original state. And it makes me think about being a kid in my dream car. I always wanted the '72 Chevelle SS, white racing stripes, 454, 411 Posi track. I read an Auto Trader once a week to find a car I thought I'd never be able to afford. Did you have a, not to segue, did you have a dream car? Ugh. Or was it a dream skateboard? I mean, I know you I know you like to skate, but did you have, were you ever in any way an enthusiast of vehicles? 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there are a lot of vehicles that I'm really fond of. The old Scouts. Yeah, I know that. Um, yep. But I think it's... I mean, you can't be a Bond fan without being a fan of the Aston Martin. I'm a fan of really expensive old cars. Yeah. I like everything that happened in 69. Oh, yeah. Like, all of the muscle cars in, mm-hmm. in 69. That was a badass year for muscle cars. It was, and most of them are a billion dollars. You know, I was listening to Joe Rogan uh, recently, and he was talking to somebody about his passion for classic cars. He said he's always had a passion for it, but it, he said, you know, when he got FU money, as he calls it, he's like, I want to have, I want I want the toys. Yeah. And that's mainly, he's got a couple of Teslas, but... He's a guy that's got a stable of classic cars that he's always wanted. Right. I mean, it's it's ingrained in every young man or most young men that muscle we grew up that was a gen, I think it was a generational thing. It was. And you'll I think for the most part you see when when people get a, a little bit older they yeah. start nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia kicks in and they want something from their youth. Well, and I think a lot of what you see in pop culture and media today, um, nostalgia, it's maybe almost nostalgia over- overload, but we get to see stuff that we only dreamt about. We see it with the, with the internet and with TV yeah. and movie. It's everywhere. But I still, just because I can have access to it, still doesn't mean I don't want to at least ride in one. Right, and... One of the nice things about Muscle Car Ranch yeah. is it really gives you the that fix for mm-hmm. nostalgia. Some of the attractions, you've got an open-air display of rare muscle cars and bikes, a lot of automotive folk art, oil and gas memorabilia. So there's a lot to see there. And like I said, 62 acres. Jiminy. This place has hundreds of thousands of artifacts, like signs, cars, like... Gas pumps, hundreds mm-hmm. of thousands of them. You know, there are places where you they go, well, I got, we got hundreds of thousands of such and and it's an old salvage yard and everything's rusted in the ground. You know, you can look at that and still kind of go, man, ma- imagine what that was like in its heyday. But having something, I, I like kind of walking into an area where it's, a li- it's just a little bit cleaner. They do all kinds of stuff here. They do. It's not just muscle. I mean, hell, bells, you can, you can camp here if you want. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But they do have guided tours available by request. So if you want to go out there and have somebody give you the history, they'll walk you through. It's also a big music venue. Well, and one of the bigger uh, events that they have out there every year uh, is Twister Fest. This year it's June 10th to the 12th. If you're not familiar, it's basically take a music festival and the arts festival and the Rock Island Music Fest and put it all in the Muscle Car Ranch. And people come from... You know, and being where it's located, mm-hmm. we're right. It's you know we're a stone's throw from every everywhere in the Southwest, just about. I mean, people come from Texas, Lawton, Elgin, Purcell. You, people I mean, come from all yeah, over. All over, yeah. Um, and I agree with that hundred percent. And that's part of the reason that they decided to do this here. Yeah, is because you can get here from anywhere in, in anywhere. the U.S. Yeah, they even have an airstrip. Like, you can land your single-engine airplane at this place. Jiminy Christmas. You would touch base on it. Camping is available yep. at Muscle Car Ranch. They have unlimited 20-amp uh, electric hookups, several spots. They have 30- and 50-amp hookups. They have all your normal facilities, shower, yep. house, bathroom, laundry rooms. They also have a cabin that you can rent on site. Really? It's, huh. It is a really neat cabin. It's 
I'll be honest. Yes, we do a show. We edit a lot of it out, but leave this part in. There are so many things about Muscle Car Ranch that we're talking about now that I didn't know about last year, and I probably didn't know about the year before. Uh huh. I and that's that's the thing about Oklahoma. There are so many hidden gems, and for some, they're like this isn't hidden. But for most, would you have even thought if if I said to you Muscle Car Ranch, would you think for a minute they'd have fishing? Uh, no, and I, um, not at all. Um, but back to the camping because it's important. Right. If you're camping on site, sure, you're automatically in for any events that happen while you're camping. Oh wow! So yeah, you've got the you've got the freaking weekend pass. Right. So if you have a camping event, if you've got camping scheduled, and you're there, and they have a concert. You're already, you're invited. You're on the list. You're plugged in literally and figuratively that's to everything that's going on. Yes. But they do have full uh, three fully stocked ponds yeah. for fishing. <laughs> and as far as recreation goes, you can walk around and explore this place for hours on end. Mm-hmm. You'll never run out of stuff to see. 62 acres. That's a lot of ground to cover on your feet with something always to look at, something to do. Whether you're fishing, camping, recreation, music, or just going to chill for the for a couple hours. And it's definitely a place that you're gonna to want to make sure that you have if you like camera or if you like photography, mm-hmm. do lights, camera, action. Yes, for sure. There's another side of it too. If you're not camping, if you're not there for an event and you want to plan or host your own event, you can do that. This is the coolest atmosphere for an event. They can accommodate a small party, you know, if you wanted to have 15, 20 people mm-hmm. or a reunion or something yep. like that, to huge events. Right. BYOB and BYO barbecue. You can bring your own grill, bring your own beer, bring... I they, mean, it's... They literally have... This venue will <laughs> will hold a, over a thousand people. I don't have... I don't know that many people. That means I have room to grow. <laughs> If you want them to host your event, they've got catering options available. They serve up all of the food at the landmark 1940s Breeze Diner, which is located under a huge cottonwood. They really have something yeah, for everybody. They do. And if you want more information uh, or you want to schedule an event, go to musclecarranch.com. Well, we've got the foggy bottom line coming up next. <laughs> you know, we talk about being a billboard. We're always telling people, they should be a billboard for their product. But we never brag on ourselves for being a billboard for our product. And you're going to be going to a basically the billboard convention for self-promotion this weekend with your Only in OK shirts. Yes, um, I will be sporting an Only in OK show and so will Mini-Me. Yes, and I may even wear mine to Texas for just a minute. But if you're looking... To do promotions. You want to be a billboard for your company or your project or your podcast like we are. The best person to call is Ronnie Davenport over at Tailboard Apparel. Yes, he can embroider or print, screen print your logo onto anything. Anything. And if your logo needs some love, he can assist with that as well. You give him a call for a free quote. His number is 405-517-2174. Or hit him up on the web at tailboardapparel.com. So I fancy, this is a story that's been kind of unfolding over the last few weeks. And I'll be the first to tell you, yes, I've been off the meat wagon for a while. 
but Swadley's Barbecue is my favorite place to eat barbecue. But Swadley's is they're they're they've got their hind ends in the deep water, not. So yes, we have a new story from Gosh. from KFOR K Query Thompson. Right. Headline from their site: Oklahoma Tourism Department ending controversial contract with Swadley's. Yes. Now I've been to. There's a you you visit the Lake Murray Arbuckle area frequently. Off, frequently, yes. there is a foggy bottom down there at the Murray Lodge area, isn't yes, there? There is. There's also one at the Roman Nose Lodge area. They're in a bunch of places. They're in a bunch of places, and they're in a bunch of freaking hot water right now. It sounds like it. So, uh, according to an Oklahoma State agency, they are canceling a multi-million dollar contract with Swadley's due to suspected fraudulent activity. Yeah, earlier this month, the Legislative Office uh, of Fiscal Transparency, you know, we love transparency here at the Only No Case Show, was raising, had their eyebrows raised about a four-month investigation into significant expenditure growth by the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. That report focused on lawmaker concerns regarding a contract with Swadley Barbecue Restaurant, which is probably the biggest, I would say the biggest barbecue chain, family-owned restaurant, Christian-based restaurant in the state of Oklahoma? Yeah, so I guess the the issue, and, and I'm not pointing fingers. No, no. This I'm is not what placing we're... blame. I, I think we're literally just want to want to discuss it. You know, right, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently, after the state tourism department paid them $13 million, Gosh. there are payments including $2.1 million to cover operating losses in 2021. Ooh. And more to that point, and somebody made a comment about this, and the last time I was at Roma knows I noticed the same thing. They said every time they've been to the, and I'm just making an observation, I've, I haven't seen Foggy Bottom open there. So I, I don't know how many losses they've. Two point one million's a lot of. That's a lot of baked beans and a lot of I don't know side salads. Yeah, I mean I'm again I'm gonna wait for the final the the final details to come out from from the courts or mm-hmm. from the the state's investigation. But you know, being suspected of fraudulent activity and questionable business practices is not a a good way to start your relationship on such a huge scale. Right. And as you know, I, I've got to, I've got to say that Pinnell's put so much effort into the tourism department and, and, the, and there's a lot of backlash on him, but at the end of the day, Swadley's just, they're, they're pretending like, what? I don't know what happened. I don't understand. Uh, they did have, they did put a statement on Facebook in reference to this, <laughs> Uh, and I'm quoting here, every aspect of the Foggy Bottom Kitchen Project has been directed and approved by state officials. We stand by our team and all that we have done to benefit the people of our beautiful state. All I care about, I do care about tour- tourism dollars. That's a lot of money to throw away. But the other thing I care about is, where else? when I decide to have my cheat day barbecue, where else am I going to go? I mean, there's plenty of other places. I'll drive to Butcher. I'll drive to Butcher Barbecue. But Swadley's, come on, don't do this to me. No matter how this shakes out, it looks right. like there's going to be new businesses put in place. Apparently, the state is working as hard as they can to make sure that they cover cover all of the current catering projects that are involved that are related to. But this. I do, I do think in order, 
and I can I see what they were trying to do here. I think in order to draw more tourism, you need more incentives than just a clean campsite. There needs to be some better. I mean, I, am I wrong? I agree, but here, and again, I'm not. No finger pointing from me uh, until this is all right, 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 washed out. But from the from the word jump, yeah, I I wasn't a fan of one company doing all of the restaurants for right, the state right, right. parks because you basically have one menu mm-hmm. for the whole state. Right. Well, I don't know about you. I but like a little variety. When I go to Marlowe, I want to eat at Decentio's Pizza. Right. When I go to Wellston, I want to eat Butcher Barbecue. Absolutely. So having it all be the same yeah. didn't make sense to me yeah. because it did, there was not a, a specific draw mm-hmm. for each location. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to have a little bit. Because you're going to get tired of, I mean, the kids are going to get tired of roasting hot dogs. Have some variety. Right, and I, I just feel like just having a single menu for yeah. any excursion that you make into a state park, mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't a huge fan of that to begin with. Yeah, no, I understand, for sure. Like you said, though, I, I may have made a couple of snarky remarks in there, but we'll see how it all pans out. I think it's, one way or the other, it's going to work out. I ho- And honestly, I hope the best for Swadley's, and all joking aside, they're a great, they're a great, a great restaurant uh, that... I, they're always clean. They're always friendly. I, so, I mean, there's a lot of pluses there. And sometimes you just kind of get in, involved in hinky business deals sometimes. And, I, again, I'm not going to rush to any judgments. Yeah, but. like I said, I don't, I don't know, and I don't know the details of the contract, and I don't know what the underlying issues are. Right. I just know that that's a lot of money. Yeah, $2 million to cover losses. Just in losses is a lot. What's the total money? $13 million all in total? I mean, yeah. that's... That's a that's not a drop in the bucket. That's a lot of cheeseburgers. That's a lot of cheeseburgers. Well, I'll tell you what, I could use a lot of cheeseburgers. You're a vegan. You're right. I'm sorry, vegetarian. You changed it. <laughs> I'm back. You're in, you're a vegetarian. It's 2022. I can be anything I want. I'm I have food fluidity. Do you, do you identify as a vegan or a vegetarian? I, today? I have nutritional. Fluidity. I I don't have to discuss this with you. I really don't. But I'd say what I hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What arts festival did you go to this last weekend? The OKC Festival of the Arts, the fifty sixth annual. And while you were there, did you identify as a vegan or a carnivore? I identified as a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> I I ate way out of my league. Yeah. I've been if they if they find out at the home office wherever was that it is. a giant corn dog? Did it you was eat not. a giant corn dog? No, I did have a spicy gyro sandwich. I made a promise to myself: I'm going to the festival of the arts. I'm going to buy some local art. I did bought some nice pottery for the moms, and I had the staple. You have to have the staple. You got to make some exception. I was a Buddhist at this for a while. I was a Zen, vegan, vegetarian for a while, but the strawberries Newport. I had to make a stand. I had to. It was for the. It was for the gram, as the kids say. So hold on. You had the strawberries Newport. That doesn't sound like it breaks Strawberry. the vegetarian laws. Did you add like pulled pork to No, I had, <laughs> added ice cream that was, that had dairy in it. Okay. The the ice cream had children. I don't know, but it was delicious. It was a great time, and there's a video uh, out there somewhere. So what is your, this is a question for for the listeners. What is your 
What is your what is your food that you're going to break the rules for? What's your ho- what's your 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 holiday hall pass that you're willing to use, or what it what's your your cheat meal? What's your favorite cheat meal? Yeah, let us know if you're on Facebook. Uh, go to Only an OK Show on Facebook. Uh, let us know what you're cheating on your cheat days for. Yeah. Well, this has been the Only an OK Show. New episodes every week. I'm Brett and I'm Harley, and we're out of here. Peace. Texas Frightmare Weekend. People come from all over Oklahoma, Texas, and around the world. There's going to be a lot of Okies there. From I'm actually part of a, a horror group called Oklahoma Horror, and a lot of us are going. They're going to do a meetup. I won't be. I don't. They're doing it Friday night, so I won't be able to go. So the Oklahoma contingent will be represented, uh, representing at Texas Frightmare this weekend in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. You know, we do a show. Did you say we'd? We'd do a show? We do a show. Mm -hmm. You and I. Yeah. Do a show about this place called Oklahoma. And in this place. We have (laughs) horror cons in the state of Oklahoma. In July. I can get you a list of them. There's more than one. There's more than one? Yes. Mm, I thought there was only one. Mm, No, sir. Okay. Well, give me the list. I'll check it twice. And I'll find which one is naughty and nice. Maybe you could, I don't know, do a... A video show about an Oklahoma thing. I was going to say, you know, like a video of the sign that says, <laughs> thanks for visiting Oklahoma on your way out. <laughs> you never know. I might stop. Well, I can't stop. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, maybe we could stop at Foggy Bottom. Maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> Everything. I feel like anything I do at Foggy Bottom is going to be presented as evidence. People are still spending money here. We have the evidence. I'm going to be in the middle of a freaking class action lawsuit over barbecue. Question, has your uh, son driven his $400 power <laughs> wheel yet? There is video um, circulating of him actually hitting the gas and not just the, you know, the dinosaur roar buttons. Did he need a diaper change directly after? It did kind of, I, There's she sent the video to me. He's like, you can't really see it, but it's like, you know, if a kid could get whiplash, he would have whiplash. But he got it. He pulled it into. She said he pulled it into the garage. It wouldn't stop going. So you know, it's like I can just hear money being flushed down the toilet with the wheels turned into nothing happening. I'm like, gonna burn up the motor. Stop doing that. I know it's cute. I mean, it's it's cheaper than an adult burnout. But uh, yeah, he'll get the hang of it, man. But right now, anything you take away from him, you just have to let him do it. Whatever it is, like a flashlight. If I catch you giving my kid a flashlight without the intention of letting him have it, I will kill you. Because if you take it away from him, he's at that age right now. <sighs> you know, kids become emo again, probably what, 12, 13. He's very, he's highly emotional. What are you looking at? Something above. So if you take anything away from him, it is a, <sighs> yeah. Does it turn on? Does that flashlight that you're willing to, it's got to turn on. I <laughs> think, sorry. I don't need your cheap-ass flashlight. He knows the difference. Oh, man. Yeah, I can tell. I don't... Yeah. No, that's not going to work, man. I, I I appreciate you being willing to give it to him, but if it doesn't light up and he can't see light like that, that flashlight y'all got him is single-handedly one of his favorite toys. 
because it played. But the problem with that toy is when they designed it, they didn't give it enough battery power <coughs> to operate the music and the flashlight at the same time. So he'll have the flashlight on, and it's literally going. <laughs> and then when he's not using the flashlight, it's like. Ding, 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 ding. But the minute he turns the flashlight on, it's. <laughs> oh, so I'll be sure to tell Amber that it's not good enough. <laughs> You don't like the gift no, that she he, went out of her way to get. He loves the gift. I, my only critique is they don't give it enough juice to do. You should be able to, bottom line, you should be able to use the music feature while you're using the flashlight feature. Yeah, I think bottom line is you don't criticize oh gifts. My God. You worthless piece of garbage. You're raising an entitled child. No, the United the, the world is raising an entitled child. All right, I'm ready to, to get on with the show. Because you're entitled? You feel entitled? Yeah. Because you're a man of Three. reasonable age. Three, two, Not one. there yet. Not there yet. You got to pull it up. Mm. Dude, I'm telling you right now, it was the windiest I've ever seen that at the Festival of the Arts this weekend. Mm-hmm. Especially had, because now how it is, where it's been like this since they've moved, everything's kind of down and down this street. So it's like a wind tunnel. Wow. It was bad. I mean, and then you get around the corner and it's pretty relatively calm. But once there's this one stretch where you're literally like, do what? (laughs) Dude, I love Guthrie. Guthrie's cool. Okay, so I want to say something before we get on with the show. Sure. And then we need to get on with the show. Okay, gotcha. They have several buildings that have basements that are accessible by the, at the street level. A little step, stairs going down. You know some shit happened down there. No, dude, I'm telling you, those things are... I I need somebody to start a game room where they do, like... The underground? No. Literally, you do, a like, board games, tabletop games, game mm-hmm. room. Yeah. Call it the dungeon. Oh, yeah. Dude, come on. Or <laughs> you do, a like, a, a, a speakeasy-style bar mm-hmm. where okay. no sign... You remember it, when we were doing the old show, the bookstore that was in the alley and you had to... Yeah. Something like that. Yes. Where it's a, a secret freaking passageway. Uh-huh. Like at the bar inside, or you go into the the bookstore and then there's the bookcase that goes... And there's the speak the speakeasy, you know, literature lounge. I don't know. But they have the magazine rack, or you want to call it. I know you've been to Guthrie before, but yeah. literally every single building in the downtown area has been is store ready or ready is something already, yeah. and they do. I mean, they do a bang up job. There's a wide selection mm-hmm. of stores, yeah. of businesses on in their downtown area, yeah. and it's not just the same old. You run into a lot of the you run into a lot the of usual suspects. It's yeah. You know, a boutique store next to a boutique store next to an antique store, which is really a boutique store, but they call Mm -hmm. it an antique store. Yeah. Um, Like, I think Guthrie, another thing, and we'll get, we'll move on, but I think Guthrie is one of those towns where there's got to be a list, like, to put your business. I I don't know what the, the turnaround rate, the turnover rate is on a store closure to a store. I mean, I just, I imagine they're like, look, when a store closes, we got to put something else in there because I think their their biggest draw, maybe I'm wrong here, is downtown. Oh yeah, one of the things I thought was really nice, yeah, 
that I haven't seen anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Almost every single store in the downtown area yeah. had bistro, like a little bistro table and chairs set up. Yeah. Or a little bench set up. Like Out the, front? Yeah. Where you could just... I like that. I, I like too. that. Um, Duncan's like that a little bit. They've got some benches set up. I, mm, not Marlowe, but I like little towns that have just a little bench. They don't even have to have anything going. You can just kind of cop a squat mm-hmm. and just watch the cars go by or watch the, the time go by. Or get a cup of coffee. Get a cup of coffee. Not enough places. Uh-huh. Capitalize on that. And I, I think... It, I agree 100%. And, I don't, and maybe it's rent. Maybe places like that charge a premium. And I think... Here's the thing. That's also how you kind of separate the, the fly-by-night boutiques and the, you know, little... Temporary tchotchke, tchotchke shops is, yeah, it's going to be X amount of dollars because this is our number one draw. Mm-hmm. And it can't be just, we don't want a junk shop. And three, two, one. <laughs>